truth. 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 Welcome to Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ. We do not view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world. How are you doing? This is Samuel Tolley. Trusting the truth. And today we're going to talk about Satan's target. And I'm referring to the department store. Well, things are starting to heat up on the Christian front as far as people in the body of Christ starting to recognize the evil that's surrounding us and the evil that we spend our money toward. Interesting thing about Target um, is coming right off the heels of the Bud Light controversy. And on the Bud Light controversy didn't it wasn't so much that it just affected Christians. It affected men and women because real men and real women, regardless if you believe in Jesus Christ or not, only want to associate with real men and real women. <laughs> we do not want to have relationships, that is, uh, matrimony, marriage, or carnal knowledge, as it were, with a fake female. And um, when they brought out that Dylan Mulvaney celebrating his 365th day of girlhood, uh, it was an insult. It was an insult to normal people. I hate the term cisgender um, because it's garbage. It's, it's trying to make different categories of people that never existed. So they can create this new category of personhood that you create by manipulating body parts and cosmetics and drugs and hormones and all kinds of other mess uh, to try to mess with God's creation. Nevertheless, it won't fly. And they found out quite quickly that it wouldn't fly. But now Target is getting bolder. And the problem with Target is not so much that it's getting bolder. The problem with Target is that uh, from a biblical point of view, the body of Christ didn't take a hard enough stand against Target seven years ago. Because seven years ago, Target decided that if a man identified as a woman, they would allow that man to use women's restrooms. And that man or woman uh, identifies as a man, which rarely you see, would use women's restroom. Let's look at this quick video clip going back seven years ago pertaining to Target and the restroom issue. Let's see if we can get that up and going. Well, let's try it again. Oh, shoot. Come on, let's do it. Bear with me, people. Technical issues happen for some reason. Wow. I 
don't know why, for some reason, I'm not getting my clip. Hold on, I'll give it one more shot. Fine. For some reason, I can't get the clip up. Seven years ago, Target, when they came out with that blasphemous idea that they were going to let men in women's restrooms, but somehow, I guess we hadn't become fully woke yet. And during that time, um, you know, when they started letting men in restrooms, they started getting problems. There were several incidences where they found men that were taking pictures of females undressing or using the restroom where they thought for some reason I can't even imagine that these people were just going to act like normal women. Well, when you open facilities up to the opposite sex and they're not part of the family, you're opening up the facilities to people who uh, would create problems. You open it up to people that may molest uh, other folks or, or just perverts, period. But let's, let's look at some of the stuff Target is talking about here. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to look at uh, uh, consumers creeped out by Target. Let's look at this situation. This article written by Alexander Hall says, customers creeped out by Target's tuck-friendly women's swimwear. You know, they got a swimwear now that they're talking about <laughs> that's women, that's friendly, women's swimwear. When they say tuck-friendly, they're talking about the fact that a man could wear them and tuck his private parts in. Let's look at the article. It says, it's hideous. It's exactly what a dude pretending to be a woman would wear. Now, can you imagine that if you got some kind of weird person that claims they want to be a woman and they get top surgery and they get facial reconstruction and somehow make their body look feminine and then they were going around with a bathing suit on, but this bathing suit is manufactured in a way where the obvious male appendages are not seen. We got a problem here. Look at this. It says, Target stocks tuck-friendly female-style swimsuits. Some consumers are condemning Target for selling women-style swimsuits that advertise tuck-friendly construction to hide male genitalia. While Bud Light made headlines recently, 
for a marketing gimmick with a transgender activist. Target has a history of being at the forefront of woke identity politics. And that's true. Like I said, seven years ago, here we go. The retailer sparked a boycott in 2016 after it posted a public statement declaring that transgender team members and guests, meaning folks that work there and folks that come to the store, are permitted to use the restroom or fitting room facilities that correspond with their gender identity. Target has had June Pride Month displays at Rainbow and LGBT plus messaging for years. But the addition of female style swimsuits that can be used to tuck male genitalia has outraged many online. The products, which can be found in the special pride section in stores, are also labeled as thoughtfully fit on multiple body types and gender expressions. You know, I haven't been, like I said, I've been to a Target since 2016 because I refused to give them my money when they took that position on women. And I was very disappointed that we didn't have the kind of backlash that we've had on Bud Light. Um, having said that, I hope things change. You know, uh, but I, I think I heard, and if I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not positive, but I think that they may have even taken away the boys and girls clothing sections. Uh, you know, where they used to have, this is the boys section, this is the girls section, and they just have a unisex section where you can just be whatever the heck you want to be. But I can't testify to that because I haven't walked into them stores. But here they got diagrams showing tuck-friendly construction, extra crotch coverage. This is... This is sick, people. I mean, this is sick. Who in their right minds would think of something like this? But I don't think it's a situation where there's people in their right minds. I think it's a situation where people in a debased mind will think of stuff like this. And as long as we do not hold people accountable to uh, what they should and should not do in as far as where, where God calls it, we're going to get stuff like this. You know, if we don't stand up to it, I mean, whether they believe it or not, if they think they can get away with it, they're going to do it. I mean, you know, it says in Romans chapter 1 and verse 26, for God caused them unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burning in their lust, one toward another, men with men, 
working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error, which was met. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And this is what I see. This, for this crotch nonsense, oh, I think I changed the page wrong. This is a reprobate mind. <laughs> That's all I can This is the work of a reprobate mind. Because a normal mind wouldn't do this. Okay. Comedian Cesare Mayer tweeted two photographs of a one-piece swimsuit in the store, showing a tag indicating it's tuck-friendly construction and extra crouch coverage. Thanks to At Target, I found the perfect swimsuit for creeping out all the women and children at the pool this summer. She joked, yeah. Yeah, some do come. That, that would creep out everybody. Can't wait to tuck my C blank, blank, blank into this little number while sipping a Bud Light. Obviously, there's a little humor there. No real woman would be caught dead in that swimsuit. It's hideous. Of course not. It's not made. It wasn't made for a real woman. It was made for a dude that thinks he's a woman. It's exactly what a dude. It's exactly what a dude pretending to be a woman would make would wear. Meyer told Fox uh, Digital. The only thing I'd be tucking is my money back into my wallet and shopping elsewhere. What an obnoxious virtual signal from Target. And it's not even June yet. <clears throat> we'll say, you know, June, this Pride Month, supposedly, this month where we get to, well, I don't get to, but all the LGBTQ plus whatever folks get to do their things. And you got many of these organizations that are having functions. I remember they even talk about the Dodgers. Well, that's my home baseball team. We're going to, or they're still going to have some kind of pride festivities. But they had invited the sisters of uh, some kind of indulgence, excuse me, uh, perpetual indulgence, which basically was some kind of drag queen nuns. And I guess they caught a little heat from the Catholic people and they disinvited those folks. So the Dodgers aren't quite ready to display uh, the debauchery while they're trying to be inclusive. Let's continue. Comedian Heckle, oh, excuse me, author of Gender Madness, Ali London slammed the swimsuits as well. Target is just the latest brand that has gone woke and made an ill-fated decision to alienate his customer base by pushing gender ideology in the face of consumers, he wrote. Uh, I think Ali's wrong. Um, Target's been gone, like I said, at least for seven years, maybe longer. 
It's just that they're back on the radar or they've got on the radar or maybe they decided that they're not going to be outdone by these other folks because Target has been gone for a long time, at least seven years. Okay. Only 0.6% of the population identify as trans. So why is Target pushing these swimwear costumes with tuck friendly design and selling them in prime locations in their store? Notice this. Even though I think it's abominable and completely wrong, I believe the original idea was for transgender people to do a complete bodily sexual overhaul. That means that the men would get these fake breasts. They would have these female uh, hormones. They would, you know, get rid of their facial hair and body hair and whatever they had to do to get this female appearance and they would have bottom surgery. They would have their testicles and their penis removed and maybe converted to, well, converted to a fake vagina. Which, by the way, I've come to learn that these things have to be constantly dilated because the body rejects the fake vagina and thinks that it's a sore in the body that needs to be closed and healed. So these people have to run around daily with inserted um, dildos or something in order to keep that thing open. Whereas a real woman doesn't have to do that. The real woman with the real vagina, it will open when it needs to open, the way it's supposed to open. But these fake things... No. And that's besides the constant medical attention that these people are required to have. Nevertheless, um, there, it's gotten to the point now whereas what used to be termed he-she's and you would only see this sort of stuff if you were in the perverted um, pornography where they've gotten to this point now where you'll be like the Dalen Mavaney and and I think Caitlyn Jenner if I'm not mistaken and different people like this <clears throat> where they have the top surgery well Dalen hasn't had top surgery uh, maybe facial stuff but I don't think he's got any breast action going but anyway people will have the top surgery and keep the bottom. So you will have this strange figure, which may not be that much different than this Baphomet, which we're going to get to. Where you got the female top part and then the male bottom part. And this is supposed to be transgender. And this is supposed to be considered normal. And we're supposed to just live with this like it's okay. Well, it's not okay unless you have a 
debased or reprobate mind. If you have a normal human understanding of basic biology and how we procreate and have new people, you don't see kids coming out of there with multiple genders. That's not a normal thing. Let's continue. Um, the majority of men and target customers do not want to tuck their penis into a woman's swimming costume. I'm sure most men would find this uncomfortable and emasculating to say the very least. Well, of course, most men are masculine. Most men wouldn't think of nothing like this. This is disgusting. Okay, let's see, we get a change. He noted further that selling such products may have financial consequences for the company. It's also completely out of touch and offensive to women who once again are mocked openly so Target can get a preferred score on the woke corporate equality index. Now, this is this is fascinating to me. Whatever this woke quality um, index, so you're going to tell me that it is more important to, to try to satisfy some small segment of society that has their lobby with some weird CEI group than to cater to the vast majority of people that keep your business running. Because of all the normal women and all the normal men quit going to Target, these people who have mutilated themselves psychologically, physically, and what else would never be able to keep Target open or any other corporation. It's not enough of them. So why would people, corporate CEOs, COOs, investment bankers, and all these folks risk the billions of dollars they would risk trying to satisfy folks that are not worth the money and the business. It doesn't make any sense. No doubt Target will be getting the e-bud light treatment from its customers, many of which have been outraged by the pride collection featuring clothing with gender ideology slogans for babies and toddlers. Adidas drew similar controversy this week with photos of women's swimwear modeled by men as part of the company's pride collection. Yeah, I, I, you know, I saw this nonsense. <laughs> These people are sick. They're, they're, they're gone. Target CEO warned on Wednesday that the company is expecting $500 million in losses this year, blaming crime and theft. Well, maybe so. Well, they should expect a lot more. 
if they're going to keep insulting the public. Worsening shrink ratings are putting significant pressure on our financial results, CEO Brian Cornell told analysts on an earning call, adding that violent incidents are increasing at Target and throughout the retail uh, industry. Okay, so is he uh, alluding to, you know, this? And and a lot of that could be true because we have these uh, attorney generals will not prosecute crimes unless they're over $1,000. And they tell the crooks this. So the crooks will go breaking into places and they'll make sure that they only spend $998, well, excuse me, not spend, steal $998 worth of merchandise because they're not going to get prosecuted. So if you can get thousands, a thousand people to do that, hey, pretty soon you're going to go out of business. So even if that case, even if what he said is true, you would think that at that point, you definitely wouldn't alienate the folks who are spending money. What sense does that make? You say you're going to have $500 million in losses behind thieves, and then you're going to get more losses because you're going to put in garbage and, and, and throw that in the people's face? Give me a break. It's amazing. So let's look at I want to look at some of the stuff that Target has offering the people. Uh, let us see. I want to make sure I get the right document up here. No, that's not the one. What? Let's look. Let me try this video. I was going to try one more time to get up. And let's see if we can get it up this time. Because I just may have just did something wrong. Well, still having issues. I got the video up, but I didn't get my sound. Um, so I don't know what the heck is going on here. This is embarrassing. 
All right. Bad day, folks. Bad day. Anyway, Target. Uh, I'm having all kind of issues here. Hold on a second. Christmas creeped out. Target parties. All right, we're going to look at another article for Target real quick. And in this one, it's going to explain more about this Baphomet situation that we're talking about. And I apologize for the video problem. But it says here, Target partners with satanic, Satanist designer, Ab, Ab, Parlin for Gay Pride Collection. This is some kind of European name. It's kind of hard to pronounce. App Parlin. <clears throat> Never heard of it. But this is what the big controversy is right now. The Woke Target Corporation has partnered with a new Pride clothing line with UK-based designer App Parlin, which insists Satan loves you. And Satan respects pronouns. Now, Christians... If you are a Christian and you're listening and you're watching this stuff, look at this. Why would you even consider spending your money there? Among other items in his pride line, the mega retailer carries App Parlance Cure Transphobia sweatshirt, which bears the message, Cure Transphobia, not trans people. The bottom line, there you go. Here's this guy, this big old hunking black dude with a hair that looks like a woman down to his chest and some cut off looking white jeans. This is for those that are listening on the podcast with a pink uh, sweatshirt with a snake running around a pole says cure transphobia not trans people so they're basically saying that we're crazy that we're stupid that we're sick that we have a problem and that we're supposed to look at this dude and it's supposed to be okay not only is it supposed to be okay that he could be identifying as a woman it's supposed to be okay that this dude who doesn't look nothing like a woman doesn't have to look nothing like a woman. He can have all his, his sexual organs and we're supposed to accept him as a completely different biological creation. We're supposed to accept him as a creature in and of itself. When the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, Verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he them, male and female created he them. God didn't create that. God didn't create that. But we're supposed to look at this 
and be accepting and or get cured. Yeah, we're, we're supposed to get cured because we're the one with a problem. App Parlin mixes a good deal of Satanism with this pro-LGBT activism, asserting on its Instagram page that Satan loves you and respects who you are. You're important and valuable in this world and deserve to treat yourself with love and respect. Isn't that something? But light has nothing on this. Look at this mess. Look at this. This is the bat, um, what do you call this thing? Uh, it's called the bat hometh. This pen. And we're going to get into this bat hometh thing in a few minutes, a little bit deeper. So this is a pen that apparently this company makes that Target is selling. And right next to it, they got a little Ouija board. LGBT plus people are so often referred to as being the product of Satan or going against God's will. So fine. You know, it was Alistair Crowley that said, uh, what did he say? Uh, uh, thy will be done, or do if thou do if thou wilt. Where where God tells us, you know, we should do His will, or He will let you do your own, and you're gonna pay for it. So what do you see here? It's got uh, LBGP people are so often referred to as being a product of Satan or going against God's will. So fine. We'll hang with Satan instead, it declares. Now, that's, that's just bold, but this is marketing. He says, so naturally, Satan rep rep respects pronouns. He loves all LGBT people, it states. <clears throat> Ab, then it goes, Ab Parlin's owner, a self-identified gay trans man known as Eric. Oh, there we got it. There we got it. So the owner of this company is one of those. He's gay. He's trans. Eric said that the Satan respects pronouns pen, which features an image of the demon. Demon. He recognizes that it is a demon. Beth Homet is one of my favorite and most popular designs and the one that gave app parlin its proper footing and direction need i say more this guy is giving homage to the devil this is homage to the god that this person serves and target is is is, is, is using it Coming up with the phrase really helped make App Parlin what it is today, Eric. Well, of course you did. You know, you know, didn't Satan tell Jesus, I can give you all the kingdoms of this world. Just worship me. He can get his guy a little bit. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and, and nobody else. Eric is gonna find out one day. He made a big mistake. Eric contends 
that Satanists don't really believe in Satan. Here we go. He is merely used as a symbol of passion, pride, and liberty. So for me, Satan is hope, compassion, equality, and love. This is fascinating. In one statement, he says, we don't really believe in Satan. He's just a symbol. But then he turns around and says, this symbol is compassion, equality, and love. Hope, compassion, equality, and love. Basically, a counterfeit Christ. Because we have, the Christians, we have our hope in Jesus Christ. It was his compassion and his grace that, that, that led him to sacrifice his life for us. He treated us all equally. He sacrificed his life for everybody. And it was his love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Lord, I pray that Eric repents quickly. Because there is eternal hell to pay for this kind of nonsense. Anyway, Target is fully committed to the gay agenda. It has an entire section of LGBT clothing on its website. Target boasts of its long-standing commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's been out there for a long time, people. This is not anything new. The only thing new is that finally some people are paying attention to it. And the question is, are you going to pay enough attention to it to keep your money out of Target? If you're a child of the living God, you got no right spending your money, God's money that God gave you. God is your provider, not your job, to a company that celebrates God's enemy. It doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. They are part of our core values, shape our future, and drives our business. And we've been on a journey for more than 17 years to build and refine our DEI strategy, it says. Well, telling you target is out there crazy as hell but as long as they got folks like you willing to spend your money the money god gave you to go to target hey let's dig a little bit more in this this satanic image this this bap moment let's see <clears throat> what it talks about in this thing. Okay. I want to show you. Okay, this bath helmet. Um, 
Decoding the symbol of Satan's statue. See, there was a statue that was made of this thing, but let's just read through it. A controversial statue unveiled by the Satanic Temple at a secret ceremony in Detroit has attracted protests. But who is the goat head figure? And what do the elements of the statue symbolize? The bronze statue is nearly nine feet tall and depicts a winged hermaphrodite known as Bathomus, flanked by two smiling children. Notice one of them looks like a little white girl and one like a little black boy. It costs $100,000 to make and hundreds of Satanists turn out to see it unveil. Wow. Long term, the Satanic Temple wants to move the piece 900 miles <clears throat> southwest and erect it opposite a Ten Commandment monument outside of Oklahoma City Capitol building. Doesn't surprise me. I don't know if this has been done. Um, this article was in 2015. I can't say if that's been done or not, but my first thought is in the book of Samuel when they brought the Ark of the Covenant uh, next to this Philistine God, this stone image. I forgot the name of this particular guy's name. And that thing kept toppling over. It kept toppling over until one day his head and his feet was cut off. Uh, this plan was thrown into doubt when Oklahoma Supreme Court ruled that the use of state property to benefit a religion is banned under the state constitution. The fate of both the Satanist statue and the Ten Commandment monument is now unclear. The unveiling of the statue came at a secret event for temple members where VIP title holders were invited to pose with the Bat home it. Now, <clears throat> the reason why I'm reading this article is to get the information on the bat home it. So this other stuff is just secondary to me. The name bat home it, the name dates back to the Inquisition and torture of the Knights Templar around 1100, who, according to French chroniclers of the Crusades, confessed to worshiping a heathen idol named bath home it. Some scholars believe Bethlehem was simply a corruption of Mahomet, the prophet Muhammad. But over the years, as the mystery and speculation around Templars has grown, <clears throat> so too have the interpretations of the word and its meaning. One elaborate interpretation even drove the plot into Dan Brown's historical thriller, Da Vinci Code, where the word that Homer is decoded and translated to mean Sophia or wisdom. Here's another picture of this thing. <clears throat> you know, you notice that the upper body has female breasts and the lower body, I think it was being more of a male and this weird goat head. Sort of reminds me of these guys that get in the top surgery and not the bottom. Levi's Bathomet. The best known modern image of Bathomet was drawn in 1856 by French occultist 
Eliphius Levi in his book, Transcendental Magic, its doctrine and ritual. He envisioned a winged hermaphrodite with a torch between his horns and a pentagram on his forehead. Its arms bore the Latin word solve, meaning separate, and cogula joined together. The powers and binding, excuse me, the powers of binding and loosing upsert from God. The enemy is always trying to camouflage. Levi's drawing was the inspiration for the Satanic Temple's new monument. It contains all the binary opposites, above and below, part animal, part human, male and female, says Greaves. I wouldn't be surprised if in the future we might get people trying to morph themselves in the animal DNA. But before that, I believe we'll get into pedophilia. If God tarries, they'll get back deep in the pedophilia and then they will uh, get deep in the bestiality. And then after bestiality, you will get into this transhuman animal crap. I mean, it's just, you know, the debauchery always goes down further and further and further. It never goes up. It always goes down. <clears throat> it embodies opposites and celebrates contrasts. Two fingers salute. Two fingers on the right hand point up and two fingers on the left hand point down, meaning as above, so below. These words and the accompanying gestures are familiar to occultists. They are drawn from the ancient works of Hermes Trismegistus, uh, whose writings became popular during the Renaissance and Reformation. The phrase is also used in relation to science, the universe, and God. But Levy wrote that by making the jester his Bob Hometh expresses the perfect harmony of mercy and justice. Two children. It's always it's interesting how all this demonic, and even said the demon, weird stuff, they make it good. What is that? You know, love and stuff. Now it's justice and harmony. It's always good. Oh, this is a picture of that statue, that nine foot, this, this thing is hideous. It's got, it's got goat hooves. Um, if you look at its, its stomach area, it looks like the snake, like around these people that get into this Kundalini yoga. You know, the snake wraps around and grabs a hole in the back of your neck supposedly, where the demon comes in. It's got a pentagram on the forehead and up above it. This is some sick stuff, people. We hope children will see this as a beautiful work of art. Doesn't that just fit with today's culture? with drag queen story hour and how they're saying how wonderful that is, you know, and how they're just 
great for children and, and sex education for kindergartners. You know, all this stuff fits. You know, good is bad, bad is good, sweet is sour, sour is sweet. All this stuff fits. There is nothing to be afraid of. That's what the children symbolize, said Graves. Yeah, you're looking at the face of evil, but it's good. <clears throat> the goat's face has natural expression. It's not demonic, ferocious, or monstrosity, as people make it out to be. If you look at without cultural baggage, cultural baggage, you see the body, the torso of a man with the head of a goat. I don't care what he's doing. That's ferocious. That's horrific. That's scary. You see somebody walking down the street and then he got hooves instead of feet. Oh, that's not scary. That's not horrible. That's nice. No, no. That's like telling me some dude with fake broad, with fake breasts and a fake vagina is a woman. When I know it's a man. So thank you very much. I'll keep my cultural baggage. But do children really have nothing to be afraid of from Satan? I don't think children approaching the monument without being primed by propaganda will find anything horrific about it, said Greaves. Of course they won't. He don't find anything horrific about it. He loves Satan. But we're about not indoctrinating children. For the most part, children are forced into religion. That's something we definitely don't care about. Well, that's a lie. I don't believe that for one second. Or they wouldn't be dragging uh, drag queen story hour down people's throat. Remember, this was in 2015, this article. So we're talking about, what, 13 years ago? You know, each step of the way, they, they, they say, oh, no, we're not this. Oh, no, we're not that. Until they get a foothold. Then once they get a foothold, then they're demanding, just like they demand that children watch Drag Queen Story Hour, have sex education, uh, when they don't even know what sex is. <clears throat> They're demanding that we accept their debauchery. Of course, they bring it out in the first place because they say, there's nothing wrong with this. This is fine. Ah, that's something we definitely don't care to do. I don't buy it. They're called deuces. I don't know what that is. Okay, it's on the stomach. On the Bethlehem's stomach is an old Greek symbol of two serpents intertwined around a staff. The staff, which was carried by Hermes and Herod in general. The caduceus symbolizes trade, negotiation, and reciprocity and was co-opted into the Bahamas by Levi. For us, it symbolizes reconciliation of the opposite, such as having a satanic monument opposite a Christian one. Okay, says Greaves. We think that a powerful message when sitting opposite the Ten Commandments. You can have these dualities, differences without conflict. Oh, there's definitely a contact flick between thou shalt not have any images versus this image. Um, anyway, breasts. Le Levi's Bahamut was a 
hermaprophyte with breasts. We took the breasts off, says Greaves. The temple did not want to get embroiled in a debate about gender, which might distract from what it believes are the more important messages of the Bob Homet. Instead, he says, the boy and the girl reflect the male-female dualism seen in Levi's Bath Homan. Well, if they'd have made that sucker now, you could bet your sweet Biffy it would have had breasts. You know. An early rendering of the throne <clears throat> features featuring the uh, I gotta get rid of this. Early rendering of the throne and excuse me, statue and throne featuring the inverted pentagram seen both on the forehead of the Bathhomoth and on the throne behind it. Uh, let me get you where I am. Behind him, the pentagram is a widely recognized satanic symbol and often appears inverted. Satan's St. Peter's cross is often inverted too, as it was during the Satanic Temple's unveiling ceremony. Let me get through with this thing. The inversion is Satan's perception. It asks people to reconsider their cultural grounding, look at the evidence and reconsider their values, says Greaves. You have this one-sided vision with institutionalized religion as the arbiters of moral correctness. It prevents them considering whether they could be incorrect today on issues such as gay marriage and reproductive rights. Oh, so we're supposed to ignore what the Bible says about marriage between one man and one woman, and we should reconsider our ban against abortion. We should go back to uh, Baal worship or Molech worship and start throwing babies back into the fire. We should get us some consideration. I guess that's what this means. It's true you don't have to identify with Satan to take on those causes, but the image of Satan resonates with us. Torch between the horns. The torch of knowledge is the modern horn. It glorifies the pursuit of knowledge. We put a high value on that. It really central to our beliefs in general, said Graves. As Levy wrote, the flame of intelligence shining between his horns is the magic light of the universal balance. The image of the soul elevated above matter as the flame, whilst being tied to matter, shines above it. Inscriptions. These have yet to be added, but the Satanic Temple gives details of their plans in a statement last year. On the front of the statue, above the inverted pentagram, will be one of the Satanic Temple's seven fundamental tenets. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. The back of the stone, what written or spoken word? Which one are they talking about? The back of the stone slab displays a passage from Lord Byron's dramatic work, Cain, that reads, Then who was the demon? He who would not let ye live, or he who would have made ye live forever in the joy and power of knowledge. 
Wow. Okay, I'm almost done here. I think yes, we are. The group describes itself as Satanist, secularist, and advocates of individual liberty. We understand the satanic figure as a symbol of man's inherent nature, representative of the eternal rebel, enlightened inquiry, and personal freedom rather than supernatural deity or being. We actively provide outreach and participate in public affairs where the issues might benefit from rational satanic insight. Look, people, that's the bohemian. And you can get one and a little image that's the, the nearest target in your neighborhood. Or you can stay the heck away from target, pray for the people that work there, pray for the people that go in there, and send target a message that you will serve the Lord thy God and that he's the only person you will serve. And that you won't have anything to do with target and their evil. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to do what's right. It's time for us not to consider any of this nonsense anymore. Whether it's Bud Light, whether it's Target, whether it's Adidas selling um, women's clothes to men, it's time for Christians, especially, to put their money where their mouth is. You say you love the Lord your God and start loving him with your money and stop giving your money to folks that hate him. That way we'll send a message. We'll send a message to those that hate the body of Christ. We'll send a message to those who are in the body of Christ and we'll send, and we'll be letting the Lord know that we stand with him, not just with our lips, but with our hearts. This is Sam Tolley. I'm out.